This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. If you've been listening for a while, you know I receive a lot of emails. If this is your first time listening, welcome! You're going to love it. But back to the emails. My inbox is positively teeming with them. Most of them are from my wonderful listeners. A smaller yet significant portion of them are from the spiders and beetles who live in the uppermost corners of my studio. They especially enjoy emailing me while I'm trying to talk to you. In fact, I'd be surprised if I didn't receive an email from them in the next... Ah, just as I expected. Sometimes I silence my email notifications altogether, but I was thinking maybe I'd just change my email notification sound to something more pleasing to the ear. Then it wouldn't fill me with irritation when I get several intrusive emails in a row as I'm trying to desperately record a story for all of you. So here we go. Let me just go into my email settings and let's hear some options. All right, let's try this one. Huh. Oh no, I don't, I don't like that one. Can you imagine hearing that multiple times per day? Oh, that's interesting. You know, I have an idea. Let me try something different. Whoa. Okay. That's... I think that's it. It's rather beautiful, isn't it? This is it. This is the one. I feel like I've accomplished so much today. All right. Well, it's time for me to go relax. Thank you, as always, for... Oh, I have an email. Dear Rhea, you did not even tell a story yet. Oh, that's actually helpful. Thank you. Let's get to it. It's called The Forest Game Show, and it features a character you might know from a couple of my other stories. A beetle named Brambleton. Take it away, Zelda. Remember, there are no pictures. You have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. Brambleton T. Beetle guided his leaf board onto the surface of the pond. It was a perfect day to leaf board, sunny and warm with barely any wind. The little pond near Brambleton's home was so calm, it reflected a perfect mirror image of the sky. Brambleton walked in the water, pushing his leaf then hopped onto it and steadied himself. In one arm, he had the paddle he'd fashioned from a hickory twig, and he dipped it beneath the pond's glass-like surface, sending a little whirlpool swirling beside his leaf. Ah, what a peaceful way to spend the after. Brambleton's leaf board rocked wildly as a water bug skittered towards him at top speed. Brambleton, I thought I'd find you here. I thought sunny, warm, no wind. Brambleton will be out on his leaf board. It was Brambleton's cousin, Delphine, perched on the back of a water bug. Hey, Delphine, Brambleton said, trying to right himself. 
So I've got an extra ticket to the Forest Game Show now that my buddy bailed. Apparently, he literally broke his leg while performing in a play at school. A shadow crossed Delphine's face. Then she brightened. Will you come? You have to come. Don't make me go alone. Finally steady on his broad leaf, Brambleton really wanted peace and quiet so he could drift across the pond. What about Paolo? That guy's always up for stuff like that, Brambleton said, distracted by a fish swimming smoothly by his leaf board. Paolo's on a backpacking trip. Plus, I really want to go with you. Please say yes. No, Brambleton thought to himself. I'd rather have a quiet afternoon in the pond. Just me and my leaf board. The idea of being in a raucous crowd of beetles at a cheesy game show is not my kind of... Okay, Brambleton heard himself say aloud. Who was he kidding? Delphine was not one to let things go. Oh, this will be so fun. Our seats are really good. We'll have a great view. I can't wait. Delphine's enthusiasm was almost contagious. She prattled on as they both reached shore. As Brambleton set his leaf board against a tree, Delphine waved goodbye to the water bug. Thanks, Stu. I owe you one. They set off into the forest. Beetles typically fly, but Brambleton and Delphine walked. Brambleton had never been able to fly. His wings hadn't grown long enough. No matter, it was nice to skitter through the trees in the late afternoon light. Delphine prattled on about the recent leaf boarding Olympics. Brambleton, you've been following the leaf boarding Olympics, right? I went on Saturday. I got to see Leafster do the stem spin. I don't Brambleton I couldn't help minute. but daydream about how he'd relax after the game show. He'd have a cup of chicory tea, maybe some barbecued dandelion stems. Perhaps he'd watch the clouds drift in front of the moon for a little while. By the time they reached their destination, the sun was sinking in the sky. They heard the forest game show before they saw it. This is so exciting! Aren't you excited? Yeah, this is fun. After handing over two tickets to a tall beetle in a neon yellow vest, Delphine led Brambleton to their seats. They were several rows back from the stage in the dead center of the crowd. Beetles were packed tightly on stone bleachers. The stage itself was set in a clearing, with tall trees lining the perimeter. Brambleton, trying to focus on something other than the raw energy of the audience, he was a quiet fellow after all, watched as the sun winked out behind the trees, and the sky turned a deep periwinkle. Brambleton, look! It's Gregor McBeetlesmith. I've heard so much about him. It's weird to see him in real life. Brambleton, along with everyone else, watched as Gregor McBeetlesmith straightened his bow tie, fixed a grin on his face, and strode to the center of the stage. All right, all right. Calm yourselves. Welcome, I'm your host, Gregor McBeetlesmith, and this is Forest Game Show. A small beetle at the very back of the stage sat behind a keyboard. 
He pressed a button. Forest Game Show. It's Forest Game Show. Game Show of the Forest. Forest Game Show. Now, of course, we can't have a game show without contestants. Let's welcome our lucky contestants this evening. Gregor McBeetlesmith glanced down at a small card. Will Luell G. Beetlewhistle skitter on stage? A beetle in one of the rows furthest from the stage shrieked with excitement and jumped up and down. Then she skittered down from the bleachers and up onto the stage. Luell, welcome. That's your podium right there. There you go. Is the microphone at the right height? Good. Okay, Luell, tell us about yourself. Hi, um, I'm Luell. Oh, I'm so nervous and excited. I've been a huge fan of Forest Game Show for years. I've been 27 times. Wow, Luell, that's a lot of times. You must love Forest Trivia, is that right? That's right, Gregor. Oh, uh, can I call you Gregor? Of course, Luell. Up in the stands, Brambleton's mind wandered away from the game show, which was much too loud. He was looking forward to his cup of chicory tea. He was also thinking he might be able to convince Delphine to leave a bit early, at least early enough to miss the bottleneck that would surely form at the exit when every beetle tried to leave at the exact same time. Meantime, Gregor McBeetlesmith called the next contestant. Beetleton Leafador, skitter on stage! Beetleton Leafador turned out to be an elder beetle who walked with a tiny cane. He grinned happily as he descended from the bleachers and took his spot at a podium. Beetleton, welcome! Now tell us. What brought you out Hey, here how tonight? do they pick the contestants, anyway? Brambleton asked, leaning in to Delphine so she could hear him over the din. Huh? I- I'm just wondering how they select the contestants. I'm sorry, Brambleton, I can't hear you. I was saying, how do they pick the... Brambleton T. Beetle Skitter on stage! Brambleton's eyes went wide. He felt his breath catch. This could not be happening. He wanted to be at home, in peace and quiet, with chicory tea and a book. Instinctively, he ducked down in his seat. I'll just hide. They can't find me. They'll pick someone else. It'll be fine. He's here! He's right here! It was Delphine. She was now standing on her seat, jumping in the air, pointing at Brambleton. Brambleton, get up! You are so lucky. I can't believe you got picked. Uh Uh-huh. And before Brambleton knew it, he was being guided out of his seat, into the aisle by dozens of beetles overflowing with excitement for him. They urged him onward, smiling and laughing. You're so lucky, man. Until he stumbled forward onto the stage. Brambleton, welcome. 
You can take your position at the remaining podium. He somehow made his way to the last podium, wishing desperately that he'd turned down Delphine's invitation to come. Sure, she'd have been disappointed, but she would have gotten over it. He could have gone back to leafboarding in the stillness of the pond, instead of having hundreds of beetles staring at him. The first round of the game show was uneventful. Luell dominated, buzzing in for most answers and getting a majority of them correct. Yes, Luell. Um, the answer is acorn stew with grass livers? Luell, my team is telling me we can accept grass slices or slivers. You get the points. It took Brambleton a few minutes to even get a handle on the little buzzer on his podium. He kept pressing it too early so that it wouldn't register, or too late, well after Luell and Beetleton had already buzzed in. Beetleton, you were first. Go ahead. Uh, the answer is, uh, head, thorax, and abdomen? I'm sorry, Beetleton, that is not what we're looking for. Luell? The answer is head, shoulders, thorax, and abdomen. That's the name of the song. That's 12,007 points. Spontaneously, a group of beetles in the second row broke out into the famous song. Head, shoulders, thorax, and abdomen, thorax, and abdomen. Head, shoulders, thorax, and abdomen. And eyes and antennae. All right, all right. Let's let our contestants focus. Finally, at the end of the first round, Brambleton got the hang of it. He's finally done it, folks. It's you, Brambleton. Go ahead. Tell us what is the name of the game played by the old crows down by the river. Uh, the, the answer is croquet. Righty-o! That's 14,000 points on the board for Brambleton. That sound signals the end of round one. Next up in round two, sounds of the forest. The crowd roared with excitement as the stage crew set up for round two. Brambleton looked around and spotted Delphine, jumping up and down, waving to get his attention. He smiled at her, realizing he was actually having a good time. And in the second round, something incredible happened. Brambleton started to win. The question is, what animal makes this sound? Brambleton, go ahead, sir. Uh, the answer is a spring peeper frog. Nicely done! That gives you another 17,301 points. The question is, what plant's leaves are being rustled in this audio clip? Brambleton, it's you again. What say you? Uh, the answer is Northwestern Moonwort Fern. You got it. That's another 14,207 points. 
The question is, whose paws are creating the scamper steps in this audio clip? Beetleton, go ahead. The answer is, uh, a baby raccoon. I'm sorry, Beetleton, that is incorrect. Luelle, you buzzed in next. Do you have an answer for us? Um, the answer is an elder skunk. So sorry, Luelle, that is incorrect. Brambleton, do you have an answer for us? Uh, the answer is a teenage raccoon. That is correct. Brambleton, you've gained another 57,000 points. Brambleton dominated the rest of the round. It was as if he'd been sleeping through the entire first part of the game and had suddenly come to life. He forgot about the still pond. He forgot about his abandoned afternoon. Under the hot stage lights, he focused solely on the questions. By the end of round two, Brambleton was in the lead. And that sound signals the end of round two. Beetleton, my man, your time on stage has come to an end. Unfortunately, we can only move on to our final round with the two leading contestants. Give it up for Beetleton Leafador! The audience went wild as Beetleton Leafador smiled and waved his way back to his seat in the audience. It took a minute for the crowd to calm down. Brambleton searched the stands and his eyes settled on Delphine, who was beaming with excitement. All right, you know what time it is. Final, final, final round. The final round consists of a single question. Brambleton, since you're in the lead, it goes to you first. Sorry, Luelle. It's all right. Now, Brambleton, if you get this right, you'll gain one million points and win the entire game. And I have to say, uh, looking at this final question, you are in luck. It might be the easiest final question we've ever had. In fact, I'm going to be talking to the team later because I'm wondering if it could be a mistake. Sorry, Luelle. It's all right. Brambleton, are you ready? Brambleton felt his confidence soar. He could not believe he was about to win the forest game show. Just hours earlier, he'd been setting out on the placid pond, hoping for a quiet afternoon. And now this. I'm ready, Gregor. Okay, Brambleton, here is your final question. Final question. Final question, final question, final question. There is a famous leaf border known for a signature trick called the stem spin. Just two days ago, he won the Forest Leaf Boarding Olympics. Give us the full name of this famous leaf border. The crowd went wild. The beetles were shrieking. Some with excitement. It's too easy. He's gonna win. Some with vexations. Too easy. Are you kidding me? This show is going downhill. The crowd was so rowdy that Gregor McBeetlesmith felt compelled to cut in. Beetles, please. 
Let's give Brambleton here some quiet to think over his answer. What was there to think about? Every single beetle in the audience knew the answer to this ridiculously easy question. But on stage, under the spotlight, Brambleton felt a pit form in his thorax. He felt his exoskeleton grow hot. Brambleton knew he should know the answer to this question. He did not know the answer, which even he found hard to believe. It seemed as though all anyone talked about was leaf boarding lately, and the local Beetle radio station had issued regular updates from the recent leaf boarding Olympics. We interrupt this program with a special update from the leaf boarding Olympics. There was a photo finished today in one of the most popular events. It was the, the most popular day. sport in the region, and Delphine had just been talking about this stem spin guy as they'd walked to the game show. But instead of listening, Brambleton had been daydreaming. He tried to recall her words. I've been wanting to go to Forest Game Show for years. I'm so excited. No, not that. Oh, I think I just stepped on a worm. Not that either. He had to be able to remember something she'd said about the leaf border. Brambleton, you've been following the leaf boarding Olympics, right? I was there on Saturday. Leafster did the stem spin. I don't think I breathed. That for was a it. Leafster. Brambleton felt his hope return. For a second. Leafster wasn't the Beatles' full name. It was a nickname, short for something. How could he not remember this? He must have heard it a thousand times. Uh, Brambleton, uh, I appreciate you wanting to maximize the suspense here, but it looks like time is up. What say you, sir? What is the name of the leaf border known for the famous stem spin? Brambleton looked out at the crowd. Delphine was staring at him with a worried expression. He gave her a weak smile. Um, uh, the answer is... Leafsterton Beetle Booth? For a moment, everything was silent. Brambleton had closed his eyes, wincing as he'd delivered his answer, and it was so deathly silent that he wondered briefly whether this was some kind of horrible nightmare from which he was just now waking. He opened his eyes and saw every beetle staring at him in disbelief. Someone in the audience dropped a single seed, and it fell with a plunk to the forest floor. Gregor McBeetlesmith slowly recovered from the shock of Brambleton's answer. Uh, <clears throat> uh I'm sorry, Brambleton, that is incorrect. Luell, it's your turn. 
If you get the question right, you gain one million points, and you win tonight's show. This is your uh, lucky day, Luel. You have a full minute to consider your answer. It's Leafstermen Beetlebug. That might be the quickest final answer on record, and you are correct. Luel, you now have 1,390,000 points, making you the winner of tonight's Forest Game Show. Brambleton, you have negative 1,302. Let's all say it together, folks. Brambleton, you've been beetled. Sorry, Brambleton. It's all right. That's it for tonight's Forest Game Show. Join us next week when the theme will be Critters Who Creep. Forest Game Show. It's Forest Game Show. Game Show of the Forest. Forest Game Show. Brambleton and Delphine walked home in the dark of the forest. Above, the quarter moon shone brightly between the leaves. Oh, Brambleton, Delphine said, patting him on the exoskeleton. That was embarrassing. It was okay. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad, they laughed. It's okay. I don't know how I ever thought I could win. But are you glad you went? Tell the truth. Brambleton was quiet for a moment. He thought back to the leaf boarding on the pond earlier in the day. It was so tranquil. Then he remembered who had first introduced him to leaf boarding in the first place, years ago, when he had been so reluctant to even attempt it, Delphine. She'd pushed him out of his comfort zone time and again. I'm glad I went, Brambleton said. Delphine smiled. I thought so. They skittered home beneath the moon. Delphine prattled on about leaf jumping, a popular sport in which beetles leap off cliffs using a leaf as a parachute of sorts. The last time I went, I nearly landed in a cactus. It could have been bad, but I missed it. It was such a rush. You have to come next weekend. Brambleton listened and nodded and did not commit to anything, but promised to think about it. It was a beautiful night. Ah, lovely, isn't it? I'll read them later. I hope you loved the story. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. My in-house tech director, Peter Kay, runs my website and puts my stories on the internet for all of you to enjoy. Thank you to my Little Stories premium subscribers for making it possible for me to continue sharing stories with children around the world. If you'd like to get more of the stories you love, ad-free listening, and access to Little Stories for Sleep, an exclusive bedtime podcast, visit littlestoriespremium.com. Thank you to Zelda for the super important reminder message at the beginning. 
And thank you to the many premium subscribers who supplied sound effects used in this story. Thank you to Della, Ardea, Emma, Eleanor, Josephine, Dylan, Riley, Violet, Ocean, Lloyd, Emery, Gareth, Wells, Selden, Martin, Walter, Wesley, Sienna, Laith, and Isla. And thank you, as always, for listening in.